Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Oh My Allergies podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Valencia. And if you are new here, the Oh My Allergies podcast is a podcast about all things allergies. Whether you have food allergies, seasonal allergies, skin allergies, or even your pet has allergies, Oh My Allergies is a safe space for discussions for those that need a bit of advice and support from someone who understands their struggle. Let's learn how to navigate life and learn how to thrive with our allergies together. Hey guys, welcome back to the pod, the Oh My Allergies podcast, if you will. So today's episode actually marks the end of the season three of the podcast. Now, which is so crazy to say, like this season has just been such a good one. And I know that there were some times where I was inconsistent just due to personal matters, but we were able to work through it and still push out some really great episodes and content to you guys this season. And just really this year, you know, if you are a new listener, I typically do a season reflection at the end of each season just to really just reflect on what I've learned and what I consider to be the best pieces of advice this season. Just like absolute gems of advice and like what's to come for the podcast and the upcoming season. So with that being said, I'm going to give you guys a little what's been going on update. Um, I'm not going to do my other segments in this episode. I usually don't do them in my season reflection episode. Episodes. Well, at least I don't think that I do. I probably should have listened to the one I did for last season before recording this one, but it's all good. We're here and we're recording. So let's just get right into my what's been going on update. So if you are not subscribed to the Oh My Allergies podcast already, make sure that you are subscribed on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure that you are following the Oh My Allergies podcast on Instagram, which is at Oh My Allergies. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully your review is five stars and you take the time to write a written review. Like I always say, it really just helps us out a lot just to be able to get in front of, you know, more eyes and really be able to expand this community that we have on this part of the interwebs and keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and don't know. So as far as what's been going on with me, actually the day that this episode is planned to go up, it's actually my birthday. So happy birthday to me. I am very excited and really just excited for this new year and what's to come and for this new chapter in my life. I'm very excited. I know some people talk to me and they're like, well, do you like having your birthday so close to Christmas? And to me, I really don't mind. I feel probably bad for people whose birthday are either like Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I would rather have my birthday like days before, like, like, how my birthday is now rather than having it like on an actual holiday. I think that would probably really suck. But speaking of the holidays, I have been doing some last minute Christmas shopping because for some reason this year, I don't know what it is. Like guys, like usually like when it comes to like Christmas shopping, I am like, okay, this is what I'm going to get for this person. And then I'm just going to stop. And like, I put a cap on it. But like, for some reason this year, like I will be like, okay, like this is what I wanted to get. And then I'll get it. And then I'll see something else. And I'm like, wait, maybe I should get that too. And then I'll just keep adding things. And I'm like, God, like my pockets are gonna hate me after this shopping trip you know what I mean so I have been dealing with Amazon fingers and just shopping 
finger. Like, it is not funny. My bank account is really crying right now. So I've been dealing with that. But I really just like the whole process of, you know, giving gifts. I like being able to surprise people. Honestly, I'm one of those gift givers. It's like, okay, like, I will go and get a gift. But then like, it takes so much for me to like, keep it all inside. Because I'm the type of person where like, I'm just so excited to just like give the gift that I'm just like, okay, like, do you want to open it now? So like, usually when it comes closer to like Christmas Day, I'm like, okay, mom, like, do you want to open this? And then she's like, no, like, I want to wait. And I'm like, but I don't want you to wait. So I am that type of gift giver. Definitely let us know on the Oh My Allergies Instagram page. What type of gift giver are you? Are you one of those people that's just like me where it's just like, I just want to, I just want to give it to the person and just kind of like just get to the part where I see their facial expression? Or are you one of those people that's just like, yeah, you know, I can give a gift and I can just like wait a few months to give it to them and it's no big deal. You know what I mean? So definitely let us know because I'm definitely curious, you know, if I'm the only person who is like this because if so tear um but hopefully I am not but I don't know what you guys tend to do when it comes to like the holiday season and Christmas and things like that but I know something that me and my family love doing is watching and seeing Christmas lights you know I think that is just so pretty just to see them especially at night when you can see them the brightest and the most and actually recently me and my uh, family we went to do like this Christmas lights tour thing that was happening we went to it and it was so cool I actually posted some uh, videos and clips from it on the oh my allergies Instagram page so definitely follow us if you have not done so already but it was just so cool just to see like the different houses and the neighborhood what they do in terms of like the lights and how like some people just go all out in terms of like the lights and the decorations and it's just really cool to see like everybody just getting really excited about Christmas I know at one house there was a couple that was dressed up as like Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and it was so cute and like there was like a lake and like they had like the Christmas tree in the middle and it was just so nice and peaceful and then we had like Christmas music playing in the car so Michael Buble is really just a classic when it comes to Christmas music but I just love his music in general but definitely love his Christmas album if you're more so into like classics in terms of like how Christmas songs are classically sang like definitely recommend Michael Buble I just love his voice it's nice and soothing and calming and relaxing so definitely recommend listening to his Christmas album because it's really good we listened to his Christmas album when one year around the holidays we went to uh, Gatlinburg and that was pretty fun and relaxing as well listening to him it's just a classic Uh, his album's really good really love listening to Justin Bieber's Christmas album Under the Mistletoe that is is a banger really like it I feel like a lot of people sleep on that album one of my favorite songs from that album is Fa La 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 by Justin Bieber featuring Boyz to Men that song that song just speaks to me that song is just so good oh my gosh Wanye and his runs oh my gosh and Sean oh my gosh it's just it's that's just one of my favorite songs uh during Christmas time and then also actually like Rod Stewart has a really good Christmas album I'm just saying like there is this one song that he did with Mary J Blige I think We Three Kings 
that's a really good rendition of that song. There's just a lot of really great Christmas songs out there and Christmas albums. I know a lot of people like Mariah Carey. Um, I know she's supposed to be doing actually another Apple TV Plus Christmas special. We watched her Christmas special that she put out last year. That was really good. And I know she's supposed to be putting out another one. So I am excited to see that. I'm not that big of a Mariah Carey fan. Really can appreciate her talent and her vocal range and the high octaves that she can get to that I can't get to without squeezing my gluteus maximus but definitely think that it's a really great special to watch during the holiday season. I know we also watched on ABC they had like a boy band Christmas which was really good and really funny. Um, it made me really think I wonder if they're going to do one for girl bands. I think that would be really cool to see in the future. Um, there's just a lot of different Christmas specials that are out here um, just being played and then also recently I saw um, live in front of a studio audience where they did um, a different strokes and they did the facts of life oh my gosh I busted out laughing when I saw Dagon Kevin Hart playing Gary Coleman's role in different strokes and he got on that man's lap oh my gosh I busted out laughing I was like Kevin no Kevin no I was crying and then when I saw Snoop Dogg come in I was like okay I'm done I'm done I can't do this anymore I was just laughing my absolute butt off but speaking of laughing um recently I saw Home Alone 2 on a TV oh my gosh like I was just laughing like incredibly hard to the point where, where like my mother was like are you okay like why are you acting like you've never seen this movie before and I'm like I know like I don't know like what is going on with me but I just really was in the mood for that movie and like everything that Kevin's character was doing like I was just laughing at it and I just found it hilarious and I think it's so cool that a movie like that is like really just timeless and something that you can just watch for years and years and years and it feels like a movie that just came out like yesterday I mean obviously there's like movies like where like the scenes and things like that like you can tell like they're dated and like some of the little like mischievous things like in Home Alone 2 like just didn't make sense like for example like one of the little creepy guys that was going after Kevin like the amount of bricks that fell on his forehead why didn't his skull crack why didn't he have internal bleeding you know what I mean like it's just the math was not mathing so there's just like a lot of things in that movie that did not make sense but it was funny you know and that's the most important thing is like it's funny it's just a feel-good movie and like I was just laughing at some of his one-liners Kevin aka Macaulay Culkin was saying to his family because I was like yes Kevin I was like yes tell them tell them what you're feeling little man tell them because I was frustrated for him Again, I'm acting like I've never seen this movie. I've seen it multiple times, but like for some reason when I saw it this past weekend, like I was vibing with it. I was vibing with it. Um, but I think those are all the updates I wanted to talk to you guys about in terms of what's been going on with me. But with that being said, I'm gonna get right into my thoughts and my season three reflection. So in 
this season, I really focused a lot more on seasonal allergies than really like any other type of allergy, which is really interesting to me as I kind of just took a step back and really just reflected on the different episodes that were put out this year. You know, typically I tend to talk a lot about food allergies on this podcast, and I think that's because A, a lot of people in our community have food allergies, so naturally that's what I talk about. Um, And then plus, you know, I deal with them myself yada 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 you know that type of stuff but I really wanted to bring more awareness and talk about seasonal allergies just because I feel like they don't really get recognized as much as other allergies out there because people feel like that they aren't that big of a deal in comparison to other allergies but to me you know I don't really agree with that I personally view all allergies as being serious because like at the end of the day an allergy is an allergy and it ultimately affects your quality of life and that can impact you physically and mentally no matter what the allergy is so someone using a body wash or a body lotion and then breaking out into hives all over you know that can really mess with the person's mental health and impact their self-esteem and even possibly their self-worth and like having an allergy to a food or even a medicine you know that can escalate into being a life or death situation if your breathing is being compromised and so this season I also wanted to really talk about more of the lifestyle topics around allergies rather than just actual allergies themselves because to me it's not only important to know about the things that you're allergic to but it's important to know how to manage and really just go through each day with your allergies physically and mentally people don't really either realize or don't think it's a big deal with food allergies can affect just as much mentally as it can physically and mental health I believe is really important and that's something that I really want to promote and bring awareness to in relation to allergies and immunology related issues and conditions so That's kind of, you know, as I reflected on everything, I realized that that's usually uh, the type of episodes that I was putting out. But I was really proud of, you know, the content and really got great responses and people, you know, really being able to resonate with them and really be able to see, you know, that they're not alone, which is the whole point of this podcast is to really just provide like a safe space for people in the allergy, autoimmune, immunology community and space, you know, on the Internet and on social media. But now I'm gonna get into what I felt were like the best pieces of advice that were shared during this season you know I'm not gonna go through like each and every single episode that was published you know as that would just really take a long time and I want you all to just download and listen to the episodes in full if you haven't done so yet so I really just picked a few episodes that I thought had really great advice and quotes in them that I really just wanted to bring up again in this roundup so you can either you know consider this episode like a little season three teaser if you will you know if you want to listen to the episodes I'm referring to in this episode be sure to check out the show notes to be able to download and to be able to listen to them so we started out season three in May of this year so during May we had Rachel and Leah Packer of because I said so cooking for you YouTube channel on the pod and really just had a conversation about all things autoimmune diseases cooking and food allergies and so one piece of advice that you know they said when they came on the podcast that really just stood out to me well there was actually a few quotes um, but one quote that stood out to me was actually from Leah and she said openly listen like really take the time and the space to listen if they are suffering from an autoimmune condition or allergies just take the time to listen to what they need from you 
And I really thought that this was a really great piece of advice for people who may not necessarily deal with allergies, you know, themselves personally, but they are around people who do, because it's really important to be able to have that open dialogue uh, with people who don't have allergies as a person who does have allergies to really just lay out, you know, the foundation of, okay, these are the boundaries that I need to set in order for me to feel safe and comfortable with my allergies. And okay, like if you're going to be cooking food around me, then you need to know what cross-contamination is. You know, if you are going to be, you know, near my clothes, you know, this is what you need to know in terms of fragrances and dyes and how this might be affecting, you know, my skin and skin allergies and having skin rashes and things like that. So having those types of conversations, especially Especially earlier on in relationships, whether they are, you know, friendships or, you know, partners, things like that. It's really important to really just have those conversations. And as a person who might not have allergies, you know, in this conversation, really listening and really, you know, trying to understand, even though you're not going to be able to 110% understand what the person with allergies is going through, but really listen to understand and not listen to respond. And I feel like that's like key when it comes to allergies, to listen, to understand to empathize, to see where the other person is coming from and just be like really listening and hearing what they're saying, if that makes sense. So another quote that really stuck out to me in that particular episode is that there's not just one treatment plan or diet for allergies. And that's something that has been talked about in multiple episodes here on the podcast because, you know, when it comes to allergies, people try to group them all together and you just can't. You know, there's so many different, you know, treatment plans and diets that are out there for people who have certain types of allergies for them to be able to, you know, eat safely, live safely, things like that. So it's like you can't just you can't treat somebody that has anaphylaxis the same way as you would treat someone who has more so uh, moderate symptoms like you just can't treat them the same like you can't give somebody who is going through something as serious as anaphylaxis a Claritin. You know what I mean? Like that's just there's just certain things that you just don't do. So really that is a really great piece of advice that I feel like especially for people who don't have allergies needs to hear is that there's just no one way of being able to manage allergies. And even for people who have allergies, like there's just not just one way to do things and it really comes down to allergies as individualized and making sure you're having those conversations with the medical professionals in your life so that you can get that individualized care that you need. And also like for people who either have allergies or you're a parent who has children and you're helping them manage their allergies or you're managing their allergies depending on how old the child or the children are is to know that since there's not just one way to deal with allergies don't beat yourself up like if you see, you know, other people um, in your life who have allergies, you know, being treated one way and like 
or they're doing this to manage their allergy and like you feel like you're behind or like people are judging you or you feel like the allergy police is going to come after you when that's not the case you know like I said like allergies definitely are individualized and so you just have to do what's best for you and your family and yourself and just keeping that in mind and that's the best that you can do is making sure that you are dotting your I's and crossing your T's and doing whatever you need to do in terms of your allergy management and keeping your uh, doctors and allergists and ENTs involved but that's really all that you can do you know the comparison game you know can definitely happen when it comes to allergies you feel like oh like because these people in your life are you know doing like immunotherapy or that they're doing this treatment or doing that treatment plan or going through this to see if this works for desensitizing them to their allergens you know that you're behind and that you're not doing what you need to be doing for your allergies but definitely like allergies everybody has their own you know little path and like what they do in terms of their allergy journey and that's something that I personally am interested in you know when I have guests on we definitely talk about that because not everyone's allergy journey is the same and so I think that's the beauty of allergies is that you're able to talk to people who have the same exact allergy but what they do in terms of being able to manage your allergies, the treatment and the medicine that they take is just totally different. And their tips and what they've learned and the order that they've learned it is totally different. So another episode that was put out this season was titled what is a deodorant allergy and this episode was really one of my favorites because it really allowed me to talk about something that is really personal to me in that episode I really talk about my journey with deodorant and skin reactions and skin rashes and really just feeling helpless when it comes to trying to find a deodorant Um, but one thing that I've learned throughout you know my deodorant allergy journey is that just because a deodorant says natural it doesn't mean that I won't have a reaction and that's something that I said in that episode and that's something that I honestly used to think you know the term natural you know that's not a term that's regulated so you really need to be super careful and really just check the ingredients list when it comes to skincare products and personal care products like deodorant you know natural deodorant options you know they tend to use ingredients like essential oils and baking soda and cornstarch to be able to keep your underarms dry and those are all things that can actually trigger an allergic reaction. So you just need to be mindful of those types of things when you're looking at personal care products because some people don't even really think to even look in ingredients lists of personal care products because I mean those types of products have ingredients lists as well. It's just when you hear the words ingredients list you tend to think of food. You don't really think of like toothpaste or you don't really think about like lotion or deodorant or things like that. So the next episode that I'm going to talk about is an episode that came out in June of this year and it was titled How to Deal with Friends and Family Who Don't Get Food Allergies. Now one quote that really I just loved it's kind of a long quote that I said in this episode but the quote was when you're exposed to your allergen your symptoms may be more on the mild side of the spectrum to turn in quickly into anaphylaxis where you may experience life-threatening symptoms like wheezing, having problems breathing, blood pressure dropping, getting hives, and feeling nauseous. These symptoms can come from just eating the wrong thing. And I guess for some people, it's hard for them to wrap their head around that one food could start that much of a tornado in your life. And it's true. That's one thing that I've dealt with, especially, you know, growing up is that people not really being able to wrap their head around the fact that 
one food could really cause a chain reaction and really, depending on your symptoms, cause you to have anaphylaxis and have an anaphylactic, you know, episode reaction, you know, that type of thing. And people are like, how can a food like do like so much damage? Like, I don't understand. Like, that's hard for me to even fathom. Like, you have to be, you know, joking or you have to be overreacting about the situation when it's like, no, the whole idea about an allergen entering your body is that your body views it as not being safe it views it as being harmful to your body your body's like ooh, like this is foreign like this shouldn't be in my body let's do something about it when it's like on the whole grand scheme of things you know it might be something that you don't view as being harmful to your body and so having to deal with that alone is very hard of trying to realize that okay that this is the thing that you're allergic to but not being afraid of it either, you know, like earlier on in my food allergy journey, like it was very hard for me to not be afraid of macadamia nuts, you know, and have that PTSD of the first time I had an allergic reaction to macadamia nuts and it did turn anaphylactic. It's just very, it's just a mind game for sure of really being able to realize, okay, this is my allergen, but not being afraid of it. And so I feel like the more that people who don't have allergies realize food allergies and like, how serious they are and how all it really takes is one bite and one sniff of the food for some people if it's airborne you know that's really all it takes and for a situation to escalate really really quickly depending on your symptoms another episode that I did in June that I went to highlight was called food allergies in the media the importance of proper representation and this was the episode I got really great feedback on and really was an episode that I always wanted to do and really just wanted to talk about it because it's something that in the allergy community that is often talked about you know how the media portrays food allergies and so one quote that I mentioned mentioned in this episode was it's honestly so annoying how movies tv shows comedy specials things of that sort really just make fun of allergic disease because at the end of the day it is a disease it's a health condition that can be severe and end up in death due to anaphylaxis when media representations of allergic reactions have laugh tracks in the background or they are trying to make allergic reactions seem comical they are downplaying the severity of anaphylaxis so Really, in this episode, I was really passionate about talking about food allergies in the media because, like I said, you know, when you hear laugh tracks and the background of a character on a television show or in a movie going through an allergic reaction or anaphylaxis, viewers may carry that attitude with them in all aspects of their life. So if they come across someone who has an allergy, you know, they might think that they're a complete joke and that it is funny and it's something that's comical and it's something that you laugh at when that's not that's not even close to being the case at all. You know, when it comes to food allergies, like I feel like there has been some strides in the right direction of representing them. But at the same time, I don't think that food allergies should be in a book. I had read a book, um, a young adult book, where in the book um, it was a mystery and there was a kid in a school that had died um, that had food allergies. And in the book, like the plot twist in the book, it was so sick it was like it really just deeply disturbed me because it turned out like in this particular book 
that the kid who had passed away because of being exposed to their allergen did it to themselves in a weird sick way and it's like why would you portray that in a book thinking like leading people and readers and viewers to think that people with food allergies would do something like that to themselves like it's just things like that that are portrayed in any type of medium that's just very frustrating for people who have allergies so one thing that I just would like to see more and more of of people really like if they're gonna have shows movie scenes with allergic reactions in them making sure that they may have I don't know an allergy consultant or something on the set to really just make sure that they're doing an accurate portrayal of these types of scenes in movies and tv shows and other forms of media you know what I'm saying just to make sure that they're actively portraying it you know that's what they do for other types of you know disabilities and diseases that are being portrayed in movies you know they go and get consultants and make sure that they're doing you know this type of condition justice and that they're not offending a community you know what I'm saying so it's like if that's what they would do for other different diseases and conditions that are out there in regards to health why wouldn't they do that for allergies because there's so many Americans and people in the world that deal with allergies so it's not like it's just something that's made up allergies exist People deal with them day in and day out. I am an example of one. There's so many other people that deal with them. So it's like, if that's what you need to do in order to make sure that you're not portraying them in the wrong way and you're not portraying them as being a joke, then like do that. You know what I mean? So that's my thoughts on food allergies in the media. And like I said, with the episodes that I'm mentioning in this episode, they're going to be linked in our show notes so that you all can really just take a full listen at them. Like I said, I'm just picking out different quotes and kind of expanding on them that really just spoke to me that I felt like were really, really good nuggets. But definitely listen to the season and all other episodes that you've not listened to because I think they're pretty good and pretty A1. Uh, So in the month of July, there was an episode uh, that I had put out called How to Be That Girl Living Your Best Life and Staying on Top of Allergy Management. So a good piece of advice that I felt was really good that I wanted to talk about was a quote that I said where I said, uh, most people with allergies don't realize that eating a healthy diet, including certain specific foods, can help them with managing their symptoms as well. Like people don't realize that there are like foods that are out there that can actually help with being able to alleviate, you know, seasonal allergy symptoms. Like there's ginger because of its anti-inflammatory properties in it. There's turmeric, you know, there are, you know, onions, there's salmon and other different fishes that you can use in order to uh, be able to help with your allergy symptoms you know and so there's foods like that but there are also foods out there that can really you know help make your symptoms worse and so really just making sure that you're keeping that in mind when you're going grocery shopping and when you're going out and you're trying to find something to eat that you keep that type of stuff in mind because it really can help you or hurt you because I don't know about you but there's nothing worse than when you have seasonal allergies and you can't breathe out your nostrils like you can't like your nose is so congested to the point where it is so annoying and you're just like gosh like you don't want to sleep with your mouth 
open but like you feel like you can't breathe and then like you're like flip-flopping in bed and like you're restless at night and you just like oh like gosh like I really just want good sleep but like you just can't and so really just making sure that you're covering all the bases and that's something that I had to learn and really was just like wow and so when I started you know implementing certain things into you know my daily routine like drinking green tea and things like that you know I really did see you know a difference and keeping that type of stuff in mind. So I think that more and more people should actually be aware of how eating a healthy diet can really help with being able to manage your symptoms or make your symptoms worse and aggravate them. Another episode that I wanted to highlight was my episode called uh, Sneezing 101. What is a sneeze and how to stop sneezing? And really the best piece of advice that I felt like that was in that episode is really pay attention to your surroundings next time you sneeze and see if you can identify identify a trigger. I think that a lot of people don't really put a lot of thought into the fact that they are sneezing. You know, I feel like sneezing has just become known as something that people just do. And I don't really see a lot of people vocalizing, you know, questions like, hmm, like, why do we sneeze? And why is it important that we sneeze? You know, but sneezing too much and sneezing too frequently can also, you know, lead to problems as well. You know, and I say this as a person who used to think like that, you know, I would sneeze and I wouldn't really think anything of it and would just, you know, go on with my day. And then when I sneeze now, you know, my mind instantly starts thinking, okay, like, what did I just pass? Or was I just playing with my dog and hugging her? And that's why I'm sneezing all of a sudden. Or was the pollen count insanely high that day? And that's why I'm sneezing in a fit and I really can't stop, you know, so it's really important to just be constantly aware of your surroundings and really just have that mindset of, okay, like what's causing me to sneeze rather than like, yeah, I just sneeze, you know, like no big deal. Like, does that make sense? Like, hopefully it does, you know, like really it comes down to when it comes to allergies is like really just changing that mindset. And on a side note, I really just hate when people just say like does that make sense like I'm really just kicking myself at saying does that make sense because like that's like one of my pet peeves when people say like does that make sense because like when I was an undergrad I had a professor who would always say that and it would honestly just get on my last nerve I would be like in my head like if I had questions like I would let you know or I would be like okay like you didn't say anything that was like super complicated so like, what do you mean? Like, why wouldn't it make sense? So I don't know. That was just a tangent. But yeah, I hate when I ask that question. Sorry. And the last episode that I want to highlight in this little season three reflection roundup is my episode that's titled What Exactly Does Hypoallergenic Mean? And this was an episode that I really always wanted to talk about the term hypoallergenic and I was really surprised at you know how much people really enjoyed this episode and getting dms and you know the amount of streams on this episode as well um but one of the best pieces of advice that I felt like was really like a good gem in this episode was this quote where I talk about how the problem with the term hypoallergenic is that there's not an agreed upon scientific or legal definition of hypoallergenic so seeing hypoallergenic printed on a label doesn't really protect you from potential allergy triggers 
And honestly, just most importantly, hypoallergenic can pretty much mean, you know, whatever a company wants it to mean, you know, and it sucks. But, you know, like that's just the reality of the situation. Now, most of the time when you see like hypoallergenic labeling on products like laundry detergents, dryer sheets, you know, things like that usually means that ingredients like fragrances and dyes aren't in them. Yes, certain fragrances and dyes can cause skin irritation and rashes and like skin allergies, but most allergic reactions to detergents are typically caused by the actual enzymes that are used to break down soil. So it may not even be fragrances and dyes that are causing your reactions all the time, which kind of goes back to the point that I've made in multiple episodes, which is that allergies is just not a topic that is just so black and white. You know, it's something that is complex and it's something that is really just far from simple. And I feel like when people fully understand that, instead of trying to make allergies just this simple concept, when It's not simple, you know, and it's something that can be complex. But the important thing is, is trying to take something that is not so simple and is not so black and white and make it very um, approachable and make it where, you know, the resources that are available to learn more about allergies and really just learn more about them and read up on them is accessible to people. And so that's hopefully what this podcast is doing with people. And I have really just enjoyed this season and being able to come up with, you know, different ideas and content to really talk about on the podcast. And I'm just really so excited for what's to come in the upcoming season. Um, after this episode, I will be taking a break. So definitely follow us on Instagram to really just stay up with what I'm doing, you know, updates on the podcast, you know, finding out the official date of the kickoff to season four, which is absolutely crazy crazy to say and you know just things along those lines if you are not subscribed to the podcast what are you waiting for follow us on your podcast platform of choice you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher amazon music audible honestly the list just goes on and on so there's really no excuse for you not to be subscribed to the podcast and for you to download and listen to the episodes as well Make sure that you leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully it is five stars. Definitely would love to see more if you leave ratings and written reviews because they really just help us more and more with people discovering the show and really just joining, you know, the Oh My Allergies community. Keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and don't know. And I will talk to you guys in the next season. Bye, guys.